everybody, and welcome to I Sell Comics, the weekly comics report with Mike and Ming, broadcasting from the home of the comic book man, James on Bob, Secret Stash. My name is Ming Chen, sitting across from me, Mr. Super Mike Zapsik, everybody. Mike Zapsik. What's going on, folks? <laughs> How are you, Mike? Uh, Mike, uh, last week we performed live at the uh, the Abrams Art Center as part of the uh, NYC Podfest. That was fun. Our third time back. That was fun. I guess, I guess they must time. love us. I guess they must love us. We had the first slot of the day at 11.45. Yeah. And we really want to thank everybody <laughs> that came out. Uh, one dude, what's his name? Dan, brought his whole family. Yeah. He had like six people there. Made up half our audience. So thank you very much. Thank you to, uh, who else was it? Celeste? Celeste and Alana. They Celeste were and there. Alana came, hung out. Uh, came to our post party at Crift Dogs. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, we had a other couple of people there too. So big shout out to the NYC Podfest and Jeremy Ween. He uh, dude landed Zach Braff, man. I know. Have you Good watched? You, the, have you watched I, the podcast show? His show about podcasting. No, yet? I have not yet. Alex Incorporated. I, I don't. I don't have cable. So oh, okay. I think it's on. It's on Hulu, dude. Is it on Hulu? You Beautiful. Hulu. I know we'll you watch it. I know you got Hulu because I'm stealing your account. You're stealing my Hulu. Anybody else want free Hulu? I'll <laughs> hit me Ming's up. Ming's gonna give up Mike Zapsix. There's no law Hulu. against that. I don't uh, think I, there's a law. I think you can. Sh- they don't care. I think you can only have like three or four people on oh, Hulu at any one time. Oh so. really? So you're watching. What do you what do you watch on Hulu? Um, uh, community. Okay, I know what you watch because yeah. I have your account. You do. You got one. And um, what else do you like? Have you watched watching it like Atlanta? Atlanta. Okay, yeah. watching Atlanta. I got your whole history. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> my my son was watching Fresh Off the Boat. Oh yeah, with uh, Eddie Huang. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is terrible, but I can't stop watching. He doesn't it. like, like it. No, he hates it, but he watches it's, it. Um, I'm like, dude, you got to stop doing that. Then I I watched the first season. I didn't. Continue. I should continue because it's sort of um, my life. Reminiscent of you? Sort of my life. If All you right. haven't watched Fresh Out of the Boat, it's about uh, Chinese immigrant parents moving to America and they have a or it's first generation kids. Is that how? I don't even know. I don't know how the generations work, but they have kids that are born in America. So uh, yeah, the it's little, called the generation, man. Yeah. The little kid uh, is modeled after a comedian, Eddie Huang. And he, you know he's into like NWA and rap music and his parents are trying to. It's a, the struggle. Of Asian, an Asian family trying to raise Asian kids in America, something I can definitely relate to. Um, I'm glad to see this show getting much success. And what are they, the third or fourth season? I think it's third season. Yeah, third. Yeah, like they don't put Chinese people on TV. Well, I mean, they did with you. So, I mean, what the hell? Right, but a whole cast of Chinese people—that's different. <sighs> I don't that's know. But I think we went back far enough. It's You'd a good find show. Out I that just Brian don't... Johnson's half Chinese. Yeah, he wishes. <laughs> he yeah, wishes. I bet he does. But it's a uh, on a it's first. It's on a major network. We had Margaret Cho, All American Girl, a couple years ago, and yes. that went a couple seasons. So, but not. I think they're in their third or fourth. So that's a big, that's a big accomplishment. I should be watching and supporting. <clears throat> I just don't really watch network TV. I yes. want gritty, man. I want swearing like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. I want The Wire. I want Game of Thrones. Yeah, I want comic book want. men. Things that are hard hitting and something <laughs> you me up, buddy. Something that is not, uh, you know, cut from cut from other cloth. So, but it, but it's on Hulu, so I can watch. It. I can support it that way. Yeah, you are supporting it. Okay. Speaking of comic book men, season seven has ended. The yes. last episode. We aired hope last you loved Sunday. it. For anybody who watched, thank you so much for supporting us. Thank over you. The we seven we seasons. hope you love it. Yes, and we hope we we're. Gonna get a season eight. We haven't heard yet. We haven't heard. We should probably hear hopefully in about a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. But we would not have gotten to seven seasons if none of you watched it. So Yeah, so thank you for doing that. We yeah. appreciate it. And thank you for breaking into all those nursing homes and turning on those TVs. Oh, and continue to do so. Yeah, please because do. Because we ratings count a lot. It actually It's may- so weird. It it shouldn't because the model has changed so much. Like people are DVRing it and watching it like two or three we'll days still later. Still get tracked though. But I mean, the people who watch it the next day that counts towards our our you know total. It numbers. does count, yes. But the numbers speak volume. In fact, they're probably the most important thing that. People yeah, are and at, so. you guys, there are enough of you out there that love our show. So yeah, thank you that we get to keep going. Yeah. Whether you DVR or even no. hate our show, people who are like, if oh, you, I hate this. So watch. Whether thank you for watching our show, yes. whether you love it or hate it. I know it's on very late, and a lot of you oh, DVR God, it, yes. but that co- again, that counts. So even I don't watch our show for. I God's think sake. that's the crazy part. There are five main cast members on the show. I think one, maybe two of us watch it as it airs. 
Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And I know, you know, you guys are older gentlemen. You're We're old. We got to get our, Brian, our full eight hours. You and Brian are have crossed into the half century mark. And as Actually, such, all three of us have. That's right. All three of Walt, us. Walt, Brian, and I. Yes. Crossed into the half century mark. I know you and Brian go to bed very early. Sometimes not together. Not together. Sometimes the sun <laughs> is even still up while you go to bed. That's fine. You need your rest. I, you know, we can't have you all tired and logy. I know, and you know, you got to put the shawl around my shoulders because sure. my rocking chair ain't gonna rock itself. Sure, gonna give me a little push. Sure, if if you have Stanley level plans to embezzle Mike's money, you better do it now because <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, and uh, we should talk about that. Yeah, Walt is up while it airs, but he doesn't care, so he refuses yeah, to give watch a rat it. To ask. Kevin will watch if he's at home and he's not busy, but I, for me, I try to make it a point to watch it because one, it's absurd that I'm on TV anyways, or for any of you, Tom, Steve, Dave's, Dave, Dave fans, uh, it's absurd. Absurd. Absurd that I am, uh, <laughs> there's a TV show that I am on and of course, so of course I'm going to watch it. Two, how am I going to tell other people to watch it and not watch it myself? So I DVR, I'm not I DVR, I, I actually bought the entire season. For my kids to watch, not for me, because I lived it, man. Wouldn't it be great if you got some of that back? But just to be clear, we don't get any of that iTunes money. We, so we get no we iTunes. Yeah, they, money, they so. send me like a five-cent check. That'd be something. That'd be, be yeah. nothing. But for anybody watching, thank you very much. We, we got pop figures in the last episode. We we got... I Listen, I'm biased. I thought this season was really good, though. This season was excellent. I thought we it was were, extremely good. We were on our marks. It was great. I know we say that every season, but the goal each season is to get better than the oh, last yeah. season. And I think we did that. And I have so many more ideas for future seasons, future episodes that I would like to, oh, I would yeah. like to see those come true. We're going to repitch some old ideas that should have gotten traction. Oh, you have ones uh, from season Oh, there are a couple that, that we've got that, that should get a, a second Okay, uh, I have a couple look. of people I'd love to see on. There some are, some yeah. of them are probably out of reach at this point. Yeah, but, yeah, they are out of reach. But man. some of them aren't, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. And, you know, as more episodes air, the more that... Cachet we get? Is I think that what so, you're and I think some, right. some of these stars, some of them may have even seen an episode or two of the show, or they may have friends, yes. fellow actors... That have been on the show. It's like, hey, you should go hang out with these guys. They're really cool. You go in for a few hours. It's real easy, laid back. Pick up a paycheck. Yeah, you get paid. And it's fun. Yeah, and they give you food. They do give you food. Yeah, they buy you lunch. So, um, again, thank you very much. If you want to be on the next can season. We, can we, like, blast Banana Man for fucking up? Uh, Who's Banana Man, first of all? Banana Man was one of the, was he a segment producer? Whatever the hell he was. He yeah, was, why do you want to blast him? It was like five seasons ago. That uh, was well, that was like three seasons ago. Are you and that it was, mad at Banana Man that well, he needed to speak out? He lost him? us Joel Hodgson. We can, it's not too late. We can get him back. I know, but it, for the most times. ridiculous reason. Was it his fault? Sir, the rumor I heard was, uh, I guess he lives in what, Pennsylvania? He lives in Bucks County, yeah. And they, he just wanted to ride here. Yeah, that's all. He needed a ride here, and you know what? Let's put Are him up. Are you sure that's the season, the story? Yeah, that's that well. They it wouldn't came give him from, gas money. They wouldn't in a hotel. Well, that was part of it, and and Banana Man, <laughs> this guy who was why why were we not made aware of this that we could have chipped in for that? I would have. I would have. I would have. I would have paid for the whole freaking thing. Sure, I know you would have. You're a huge fan. Do you? This Mike dropped like five five three or five hundred on the to bring back. Mystery Science Theater. So, Shit, yeah. So gas money in a hotel is way Oh, my God. Reach. Yeah, I would absolutely have done that. Okay. I, I would have, hell, he could have he could have stayed at my house. Right. I mean, but. That's, here's like, no. But that Joel, when when I talked to Joel, yeah. he said, no, the, the sticking point was that they didn't want to, you know, send. I, he wasn't even asking for like a limo. He he just needed a ride. Right. Or just wanted Mike a ride. I would have gone and picked him up. And I would have gone and picked and him up. And now that he has a great car. He could have. Well, now I can. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I would have even picked him up in uh, Brian's. I would have borrowed John, Brian's Jaguar yes. back in the day. You but the, yeah, the that's, money he used that's all what the he claymation said. money to buy. Yeah, exactly. okay. <laughs> You're just gonna keep perpetuating that, aren't you? Um, but the whole point was that yeah, Joel said that the guy he was talking to, and okay. it was Banana Man. Banana Man, you should hang your head in shame that um, that they wouldn't give him. A ride, That's crazy, and they wouldn't put That's him crazy. put him up overnight. That's and I'm like, crazy. you're insane. Because I mean, I know that um, Mystery Science Theater at Sunset a long time ago. Not anymore, though. But uh, I mean, 
this is not forward thinking. Sure. And this is look to the future, the le- folks. Obviously, there's a legion of fans out there that there brought it back. There are huge fans. And two of them work at the stash. Yeah. One guy Walt doesn't like I, anything. And Walt loves, loves Mystery Science Theater. I love Mystery Science Theater. We're, we're more than passionate about it. We're, we're like almost, you know, rabid. And why not have him on? I mean, right. for well, God's sake. Can, been... can we go back? I don't know. Let's try. Okay. Well, we need another season first. So. Yeah. So let's hope we get that other season and uh, maybe you'll see some uh, people from the Satellite of Love. Yeah. Speaking of giving people rides, we, uh, we had an interesting <laughs> experience this past weekend that is so weird, but so cool. That I still can't believe it happened. It happened, So uh, Mike and I were at the Empire State Comic Con this weekend, the inaugural Empire State Comic Con, Albany, New York, this weekend. Thanks to them for inviting us out. Yes, you guys are great. It's only a three-hour drive from where we are, so we just our initial plan was to drive up together. Mike just got a new car. It's pretty awesome. We're going to take the Phantom up. Yeah, the Phantom. He calls it the Phantom. It's black. It's got a cool grill. And as we were about to leave, I get a call from my friend Kat who is the agent slash handler for Robert England and Amanda Wiss, who you may know from Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy yes. Krueger and Tina. Or yes, you, and, and you might know her better as Beth from Better Off Dead. It's the whole reason Lane tried to kill himself. Exactly. So, yeah. And, and, and for good reason. Sure. So Kat calls me and she's like, hey, have you, have you two left yet? And I'm like, no, we got, we got set back a little later than usual. Why? So apparently the story is uh, Robert and Amanda and Kat flew from L.A. to Newark, and then they were going to fly from Newark to Albany. The flight from Newark to Albany got canceled for whatever reason, mechanical They're issues connected or whatever. Flight, yep. And the next flight out wasn't going to go out until the next morning, and there was f- snow forecast the next morning. So, yeah, so they would have gotten canceled if, Who knew again? if that was going to yeah. happen? So long story short, we're more or less driving by the airport, and she asked if we could pick them up at the airport and drive them to Albany. And we did. So uh, we ended up having to take two cars because of luggage. Uh, I drove Cat, but Mike had the privilege of driving Robert England and Amanda Wiss up to Albany. So your greatest nightmare from your childhood and one of your childhood crushes are sitting yes. in your car. Sounds oh my like God. a bad joke. It is, yeah. Yeah. So Robert England and Amanda Wiss walk into a bar. Yeah. How was it? Everyone's it been- was amazing. So we're driving Three-hour up. drive. Three-hour drive. Robert England is a font. This man has been in the business for close close to 50 years. Yes. He's telling us stories about working with Henry Fonda. He's telling us stories about the bar scene back in uh, Brooklyn in the 70s. Right. And I mean, he's just telling us all this stuff. And it is crazy. It's a it is amazing. That's crazy. And uh, Amanda's as charming as you can imagine. Um. Yeah, she was telling me she was trying to get more information about your life. So she learned that you were a chef, yeah. learned about you know podcast stuff. You were talking about me, like looking, like partying on the con scene stuff. Yeah, like I was that. telling her that you know if if uh, you want to go out for really good food, you hang out with sure. Ming Chen, and it, and it happened. And we, yeah, we took and her we, out for oh a very my nice god, dinner. you proved it the next <laughs> night. <laughs> but um, wait, hold back up. So we go to the airport, we throw the bags in the car. What's the seating configuration? Um, so Robert's like, um, and. I'm doing my sure. Robert England, my bad Robert England impersonation. Drive, bitch. Yes, yeah, get out of there, bitch. And he's like, Amanda, you're in front. Mike, I'll sit in the back. And I'm looking, and in my rearview mirror, I see Robert England, like uh, at mile marker yeah. 63. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. It's uh, Freddy Krueger's in my back seat. Did you, were you looking at the rearview mirror more than you were looking at the road in front of you? No, okay. not even a little bit. Okay. I I'm, I'm a good driver. No, I know that, but, I'm but freaking Freddy Krueger is literally in your rearview mirror. It was cool. He's literally in the rear view. So actually, before we went up, okay. uh, I stopped and got snacks and drinks for everybody. You, you got to have road snacks. Well, I You're mean, what did you get? Robert some Pringles and like some corn nuts? Uh, well, yeah. No, no he, he he didn't want corn nuts. Okay. So, um, and they they ate on the plane, so they're like, we're okay. fine. But they, uh, I got waters and stuff. Okay. So it was, was nice. I, it was like a big Uber. I was I was like their an Uber. Uber driver. Yeah. And it was so. cool. You just bought a baller new car. So yeah, it's great. You felt like you know you felt like a badass. So yeah, I drove Amanda Wiss yes. and Robert England up to Albany. Yeah. And we we made a bathroom break, and that was pretty cool. And well, you went to the bathroom. You left them in the car. I left. Yeah, I said, anybody need to use the bathroom? And they're like, no, no, we're fine. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I I in the 
uh, I'm in the the rest area. Yeah, and I'm we, thinking to myself, holy shit, how how fucked up you, would it be did, if if they stole my car and like ah, this guy's taking too long? Did and they you leave it running? Up? Yeah, yeah. I, remember, I thought I, le- I thought you left your car. It was running. cold. It was really. It was, it was like chilly, twenty yeah. degrees. Chilly. And so I left the the car running, and I'm thinking to myself, what what would I say? Yes. You know, and I'm all, almost kind of hoping that they did steal my car. It's like, uh, 1087, <laughs> uh, we have a Grand Theft Auto, a black Hyundai uh, Sonata or Elantra, yeah. or whatever you have. Uh, Driven by Freddy Krueger and New Tina. Jer- New Jersey license plate, uh, A4 6969. <laughs> uh, be on the lookout for a suspect. Uh, uh, this looks like Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that would have... That- would have been great. That, what a you, great story! That I would, would you have been press like, charges? Absolutely you not. Char- oh, okay, no. Oh okay. no, man! Okay. I is it unless they like hit an abutment or sure. something? Then I'd be like, but well, you, that's you, not right, something. You come out See every day. Car's gone now. Uh, we had we had pulled up moments after you got there, so uh-huh. we we were there as well. So obviously you hop in our car and we go on a chase, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We chase we chase it down now. But somehow, and this is the <laughs> weird part. Uh, I was going out of Newark Airport, sure, and got lo- we got a little bit uh, lost. It's easy to do, which is, uh, I mean, assholes like run you off the road getting well, out it, of the it's airport. It's very confusing getting in the airport. So I'm trying to get onto the turnpike, sure. but um, I couldn't because some jerk off like cut me off. Right. So, so I I had to take the long way around, and we still ended up ahead of you. Yeah, I don't understand that. How did well, that happen? I don't. Well, we got stuck in traffic getting out on the highway. Right. One, two. I I, well, I went through downtown Newark. I know. I don't know how much horsepower your car has. I imagine much more than mine. Mine has like 116. I, right. I, my, I drive my car for gas mileage. Right? All right, good enough. I had the I had the cool sports sedan. Okay. I don't have it anymore. I have I have I, have, I drive my car for gas. I drive a lot. So. I had a, a cool sports sedan too. It was a Saturn 97, I believe. Did they, they build that as a sports <laughs> no, sedan? Well, not even here. a little bit. Get out of here. So, but it was. Uh, it's a it's a weird life, isn't it? It's very. It strange. never gets it, it never gets boring. So yeah, great stories. I mean, Robert, like I said, was regaling us with tales yeah. of. It's too bad. Uh, it's too bad you're not a filmmaker. We don't run a con or something because, like, he can't say. He, I mean, yeah, it's like, hey, Robert, uh, I got a con coming up. Yeah, can you do us a favor? Like, we did you a favor. Yes, yeah, so, and, and appear. Yeah, because we're for we're, half your price. Yeah, there's about there's about another ninety five we'll, miles to go, we'll, and we'll pick you up at the, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pick you up at the uh, good point. So I'm no, gonna no, drop no, we you here listen, on the New York Thruway. Listen, I know we're bragging about doing a good deed, but we don't do deeds to get. Yeah, bad. come on, Robert. What's quid pro quo, Clarice? Right. Yeah. So, but it, it was. I'm sure he, they I, they both seem very appreciative. So it was a great con. Listen, and here's the point: they would have been stuck in Newark for a, possibly more than a day. They would have. Probably, yeah, he was actually talking about. I wouldn't want to. It, it'd be like semen covered. Oh yeah, because they, it. you know, when the airline cancels your flight overnight, they're legally obligated to put you up in an airport now, airport hotel. Now they get to pick the hotel. Yeah, right. And it's always like the Jizz Hotel. The st- yeah, the Stagger Inn. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't put you up at the Ritz. Sleep Easy Motel. Right, right. It's the Jizz Motel. The Jizz Cheap yeah, Motel. The Jizz Motel. So you can't put Robert England in, in a man oh, with there. I'll, there's, me, there's, I'll sleep there. There's but, something else. Oh, this. Thanks for. This is completely uh, off the I'll, topic. I'll sleep in Jizz. Okay. I had a boy. Uh, there's. Uh, it was so funny. Okay. Uh, Bill, Bill Moore, Bill. I'm not gonna say his last name, okay. but Bill, the uh, the guy who uh, Walt has gone on. Tell him, Steve, Dave. Uh, he's you know, he's got drunk. problems. He's got some problems. But he's a very big comic book fan, uh, and Huge. he comes in every weekend. And uh, Walt used to deliver his comics to him when he lived in the trailer park over by his house. <laughs> well, he used to buy him beer, and well, not buy him beer, but take buy him beer up for to him. Get buy beer. beer for him. No, take him up to get beer. All right, whatever. So, <laughs> so he calls up the other day, and he, he still can't tell whose voice is, is on the phone. Okay. And uh, so uh, he's got all these names. If it's like, hey, Mike, and he's got me, hey, Walt, and he can't get get him. Can't, just can't say, he's a, like calls him Gollum. Uh, that's about right. But that's the not best, yeah, he's truth. not too Gollum. far from the truth. But <laughs> my, the, my really, precious. the really, the really funny thing is, he called on Monday. He's like, "Is is this Chisholm?" I'm like, <laughs> "This is perfect." I'm like, 
Chisholm. Yeah, no, it's Mike, but that's Chisholm's new, around. That's his new nickname. That's his new nickname. So <laughs> what's up, Chisholm? That's his new name. Yeah. That's fun. That's awesome. That was great. That's awesome. Chisholm Steve came. <laughs> okay. That's that's awesome. Is that, is that you, Jism? I thought I know we're we're not even getting to any topics I have here. Going, can we talk about the the little battle that Jism and Rob Bruce are going through right Absolutely, now? Absolutely, yes. This is I, we should save this for Ming and Mike, but what the fuck? It's I, I sell comics, and we're right here. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sort of it's sort of related. So Rob Bruce, expert on comic book man, and one, <laughs> one I'm of, sorry, one of the antagonists here at the store. Yeah, very at, big at, antagonist at times. Uh, apparently, he he got suspended off eBay. Yes, which is. Pretty devastating. It's his bread and butter. It's how he makes money. He, <laughs> yeah. He, um, Rob probably lists, what, about 100 things a day? Uh, when he's listing things, I guess. That's how he makes his money, though, yeah, is by it's... going to flea markets, estate sales, buying things and flipping them online to the world. Right. And for whatever reason, he got his account suspended. Well, we know and, why, but... All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let Rob tell that if he yeah. wants to later. But Well, I, not on our show. But. Yeah. But apparently, Giddim was taking extreme glee in this. Oh, my God. Shout out Freud to why do they the not, extreme. Why do they not like each other? Uh, uh, what's their I, background? Uh, oh, uh, well... A while back, uh, Giddim had been questioning Jamie Walton uh, and of the like, Wayne Foundation about the Wayne Foundation and interrogating her about where the money goes online. And, uh, online, or, okay, not not to her face, no, but okay. online, and you know, for the world to see. Okay, and could have um, could have slid into her DMs and done that done it that way. He but could have. He wanted not, to make it public, though. Yeah, couldn't. He couldn't help himself. It, He's bringing attention to himself. Of course, he was. Okay. And Rob came in and, and told us, and this is when we were very big backers of the Wayne Foundation. Sure. Um, not that, you know, we don't believe in their cause, but, you know. It's a great cause. Uh, yeah. WayneFoundation.org, I believe. Um, but uh, Rob brought it to our attention. Right. And I was pissed. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, and number so. one, you're, you're making a spectacle. If well, you, it's Kevin's if, foundation, right? Exactly. So, so he's basically questioning Kevin on why, where Pretty the money's much. going to. Yeah. Like, he's, he's accusing Kevin of stealing money? I don't know about that. I, 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 he Sounds said like it. It's, he, <laughs> he said okay. that he was just he was curious about it. And, you know. This is something that can be handled privately, though. It should be something. that, But sure. Gidim is not the most. I see that. Um politic of right. human beings so what happened so, so rob uh, tells you what's rob going tells on. me i you tell check him to you go, investigate yeah, you get I'm mad like, what the fuck yeah i'm like and, and i went back and i read them and there are a lot of them he he has no subtlety and no. he's got no no filter he, or whatever no filter. you want to call he's, it exactly he's he's not a subtle person no. and these they come off as very accusatory right and i'm like what the fuck are you doing and I was really, I was pissed at him. And on top yeah. of that, That's, on top of, the, well, this what? is on top of uh, him hitting on my wife. Right. So I'm like, get him, not Rob. Fuck? Get him. No, not Rob. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, you know what? You're a real douchebag. You know, because he had, he's like, I'm just asking questions. And, no, you're not. And no, you're not. You're being an like asshole. I said, he's, he's got no emotional, it, it's hard to tell, like, it, to gauge somebody's emotion on Twitter anyway. But oh, when God, you talk yeah. to get him, he has no emotion anyway. Okay, right. He's like, I, hey, if I'm gonna if I'm going to give money to this, I want to know where the money's going. I'm like, you're not gonna give money to you yeah, bury why, all your money in your back I fucking know, why, yard. Why are you fronting like you're gonna donate? Yeah, exactly. You know, so and, and two, why are you questioning a foundation that basically your boss <laughs> Well, he backing. wasn't working here at the time. Oh, so. he wasn't? No. Okay. Well, I, I you know someone you support then is yeah. backing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Why not like come against, go against the Red Cross or something? Yeah, or I don't know, like or one of these foundations. Uh, yeah, why don't you go find out money. what UNICEF's up to? Right, they're shady, aren't they? Right. Yeah, or, or that mega church in Houston. I don't know. There's a million <laughs> other people you could come <laughs> exactly. out. Exactly. What's that guy, Joel Ornstein Joel or whatever? Ornstein. Or, uh, uh, whatever. Osteen. Yeah, he's, he's, and yeah. he's a huge proponent of them. He's like I. Every Sunday, he's here watching Joel Austin. I think really? that's his, yeah. I think that's his he's, church. He's backing that guy and not the Wayne Foundation. I know. Yeah. It's, okay. Whatever. It, so it makes no all right. Sense so him and Rob got into it. So they got into it. He's like all pissed because Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, told us that and yeah. So yeah. So there's this weird. And it's like you don't even know. I'm like this weird war going on where uh, you know Rob. I feel bad for Rob because you know it's his livelihood and hopefully he he'll get his account back. You know I <laughs> listen. I know the guy. You know that's that's what he does. 
and that's how he puts food on the table. So I'm not going to take glee in it. <laughs> no, though, but you know, he's a, oh. you know, Rob has annoyed all of us at some point. That's what he does. Oh my but god! I'm not, I don't want him to like be homeless or nothing. No, that, that's that's exactly my point. I mean, I like his. Yeah. His so I don't know why you great. would take glee like uh, that. The kind of glee he's been taking in is a little little bizarre. Well, I'm saying. <laughs> take a look at <laughs> okay, but you know, where just, the glee um, is coming from. So, anyways. All right, so that's what's going on. That was here weird. At the stores. I, oh my I just thought I'd bring it up. It's it's funny. And but stuff. they got into this uh, DM battle. Uh, yeah, yeah. This so, like, pissing and, match. And yeah. Gidham tweeted that. Not that. Uh, in, in case you were wondering who Wait, so Gidham was takes, tweeting about, he takes that private. But he he calls out the Wayne Foundation publicly. No, uh, Rob he, Rob Bruce had. Uh, started to DM him. Oh, okay. All uh, right. Or okay, text okay. him or whatever. Or whatever you call it. Okay. And just, you know, calling him a lot. He, he said, uh, don't expect me to be a pallbearer at your funeral when you wake up dead, lard ass. Yeah, call him a lard ass. He called him a lard ass. These, these yeah. little, these weird, like, third grade insults. Were I know. And it's Because I came so in and, like, strange. they were reading him to, to me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right yeah, I'm and just, it's, it's, the, it's the most bizarre thing. And Gidham is, like, really passive aggressive with his tweets. And, sure. I mean, he takes his digs where he can. And it's like, it's, it's like the bite of a flea, and it's annoying as shit. Yeah, so it's, it doesn't uh, hurt, but it's like, fuck you, fuck. Right. So go to well, if you want, you can go read some of these. Uh, some of them are aimed at Mike as well. Which, oh uh, my God, yeah. Like so <laughs> which many. is not a good idea when you work together. So. No, no. And and uh, I I listened to that episode of Tell Him Steve Dave where he's like trying to defend himself. Right. And I, he's like, I support Mike. I'm Mike's friend. I'm like, no, no. I'm ticking off that no. Yeah, my friend. I try to make Mike's life so much easier here. No. You know, you know what he needs to do is he needs to write that letter that Ned Flanders wrote to Homer and it was like, I love you. And like, remember the whole family's laughing? Yeah. Like, what is it like? Yeah. And I, 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 I caress you in the middle of my bosom. <laughs> I remember he said Mar- bosom. If we said bosom, I remember Marge was like, how dare you? And then she goes back in the kitchen. She's like, <laughs> bosom. Yeah. That's what he needs to write to you. And everybody. Old painty can Ned. Yeah. All right. Enough of, enough of that BS. Um, Chris Ryle. Recently, yes, recently, how cool is this? Recently left IDW for reasons unknown, uh, amicable, I, I imagine, but left on his own volition, was not fired or let go or anything. Decided, maybe, yes, decided he didn't want to be there anymore, or for whatever reason, I don't know. But yeah, he's been there for what, 15 14 years? 14 years. He, okay, one of the architects of their success, if right. not the architect, yeah, uh, left. That was about two weeks ago, yep. Now working for Skybound, just got picked up by Skybound, Robert Kirkman, Skybound, and um, oh, you can't tell me that that wasn't in the works before that. Something on this level, I think. You think that, so? Oh yeah, okay. I think that's You're, why uh, he left IDW. Okay. I can't. I mean, this is just a feeling sure, I sure. have because I know how this kind of business works. So. You know, you're probably right. You don't. Yeah, you know, I know. You don't got, leave got, a job. Got wife and family. One. Yeah, he yeah, just doesn't be like, see you later. It's like, well, what am I going to do now? So yeah, yeah you're probably. I wonder if they're hiring down at Denny's. Yeah, you know, no, yeah. it doesn't okay. happen like okay. that. Okay, we can read between the lines here. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, Kirkman believes in 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 Ryle. I think Robert Kirkman and, and the team Skybound is. Made a wise choice. We right. have personal connections to Chris. Uh, I worked with Chris for a year or two on movie poop shoot. About yeah, you did. 10, 15 years ago. Stand up guy, and you know we know his rise. He he definitely catapulted. Do you think if, if we start like, you know, going off on Robert Kirkman that he'll call and hey, you guys got to stop? I think but there's, Robert there's would absolutely pro- Robert no. Robert re- probably call us directly. I know he'd be like, what the. Well, there's no reason for us to crap on Robert Kirkman. No, we and he does his work, right? So. And it's because of him that we have a TV show. Hell yeah! yeah. So uh, they asked Robert, oh, uh, "You just hired Chris. What do, what do you think?" And he said, uh, "You'd have a hard time finding someone more well liked in comics than Chris. His mark on the comics industry is undeniable. I've admired his work from afar for many years, and I'm thrilled for him to be part of the Skybound team." Oh yeah, yeah. So good for you, Chris. Great luck to you, Chris. My dealings with with Chris have been minimal. Uh, I by all have you met him? I have not. Okay, great guy. Uh, I when, amazing guy. When Kevin was doing uh, when, when Kevin was fronting movie poop shoot, yeah. uh, I had submitted some stuff that Kevin wanted us to to write about from here. Oh, cool. So, yeah, and he we put it up. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, and Chris, great guy. I mean, yeah. no problem with him. Uh, 
problem with his boss. Former boss. Former boss. Uh, I'm sorry, former boss. Former boss. And now I have absolutely no problems you with think, your new boss, Chris. Congratulations. Do you think he'll come on and start, he could dish dirt now, or did he assign a thing saying he would I'm sure he signed a non-disclosure. Okay, NDA. Okay, because we want to hear it. Just real quick background, uh, Chris's former boss, Ted Adams at IDW, does not like us. No, he doesn't like <laughs> us at all. And, it, it and it, God... It, it, became, it became heated several years ago. Yes, feelings we, mutual. We, we had our own Twitter battle with, with yeah. each other. Actually, no, we didn't have a Twitter battle. Well, uh, he actually went on Twitter and said, can we get a... A uh, petition. Uh, no, he's, he wanted to get a Kickstarter going. Kickstarter. To get comic book men off the air and he didn't have the balls and this is this is still out there ted because you is. never apologized to us right it's still public you could do a google search it's still up yeah there. it's still up there and you, i mean for god's sakes you, you didn't apologize yeah. to us and you don't have to you don't have to like comic book men but right. i mean at least we're bringing something to you know, a little bit of awareness it, to in comic an industry books that that you know maybe you know not we're, as, we're not as, as it was before yeah we're not back we're in the you know 70s when you know yeah. shit was going great yeah, we're encouraging a medium that yeah needs to be needs as much encouragement as it can get. Exactly, and because I mean, the cinematic universe is not really bringing up the sales. People yeah. are like, oh, that's a really cool movie, but they don't they don't follow it up with. I wonder what that's based off. Yeah. So, Ted Adams, uh, actually, I don't even want an apology because you don't like comic book men. I want an apology that you went behind our backs and didn't tag any of us. It's kind of a cowardly thing to do. <laughs> If uh, really if I didn't like IDW, I would tag yeah. IDW. If right. I was going to tweet like right. IDW sucks, no. which I don't think they do. No. You know, they've got some quality stuff out there. Yeah. But I mean, if I were, yeah. I would certainly sure. tag you. Of course. Because that's what men do, yes. Ted Adams. Yeah. All right. So Skybound, already a very strong team. Hell yeah. They, they just got stronger. This is like... The dream team adding like LeBron, uh, um, LeBron James. I, I know who LeBron James is, man. And um, you know, and like D Wade and and oh, this is this is like the, like, uh, I'm, and like I'm talking the, the I'm talking the team, I'm talking yeah. the '88 dream team yeah, with okay. you know uh, with uh, you know Magic and Isaiah Thomas and Jordan that dream team, but they just added LeBron. That's what they just did. Now, selfishly, Mike, we have someone else who can let us into the Skybound prize closet. <laughs> So, oh man! I'm just saying, always, dude, always looking out for the store. I've seen that prize closet. I believe I brought some stuff back from you that did. prize closet. It is pretty sweet. It is, so, and we've got some stuff hanging in the podcast studio. We do. Yes, we do. So, Skybound, great luck, Chris Ryle. Even greater luck. Yeah, I know. Uh, Skybound, you you made a, a a good choice. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and thank you for the uh, the line cat pop from uh, <laughs> from a couple of cons ago. I I I. I I treasure it. Oh, good deal. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, speaking of the industry and maybe, you know, maybe not being as strong as it was before, I, I, I need your take on this. Uh, are you aware of the Marvel trade paper 99 cent sale that's been going on uh, on a weekly basis re recently on both Comixology and Amazon? These are new trade paperbacks. Okay. Are they, they digital? Digital. Okay. But they, um, for each week... Both Comixology and Amazon have been taking a selection of brand new trade, paper, trade right. paperbacks. Some of them retailing as as high as twenty nine ninety nine, such as uh, uh, the Infinity Siblings. Okay, and discounting them to ninety nine cents. Uh, What's your take on this? Um, it's uh, I'm trying to get more people to come and and buy from Comixology. They're trying to get more people into digital. Okay, and that's, which is that's great for them. You're, but you. As a retailer, you were trying to sell a, a trade direct or hardcover for ninety-seven times that, that amount, and, well, which is retail for, for its retail, which is value. suggested retail that right. Marvel has suggested, and you're being undercut by ninety-seven, ninety-eight percent. Do I care? How, how do you feel? You um, should care. Honestly, this should, this should be an outrage to anyone with a retail store. Not really. Why? Because it's it's different. It's Ninety-nine cents. Digital is different from having a book. It, it'd be L different if we were doing digital in the store. If you could mm. come in here and, and download <laughs> whatever. I, I, I see Infinity Siblings, which do I really need in my collection? It's a, I'm sure it's a great book. I haven't read it. 30 bucks. Okay. Would plus you, tax. It's 30, about 35 Okay, it's in your digital library. It, well, it will be for 99 cents because- This is what I'm saying. You don't have it- on your for me it's all about I know you need tactile tactile book. I am a guy who loves to to hold a book, right. be able to sure. smell it. That's I sure. mean 
It's it's the old Stan Lee thing. You can look at bo- boobs on. Uh, no, I agree. If they were selling it for twenty nine ninety nine online, this is ninety nine cents. This is yeah, but it's not forever. I mean, you have to go not, and you have to buy it, right? It's, and then it changes to something forever. else. I I feel I don't I I personally feel it's an affront to any brick and mortar store though that they're discounting it that much. But brick and mortar stores don't make money off of digital, so we don't care. But they lose money off digital. Not really. We still have people who come in who want the actual book. Sure. People but who, you collectors. Gotta, you can't tell me if someone's like, oh, I was thinking about buying this. Like, oh, I'm not going to buy it here. It's $29.99. I'll just read it on my iPad for $0.99. Cents. You're gonna lose. That's, but that's but a, they'll, if they're here, they're, they want to buy. Okay. If they're here, they want to sure. get something. Sure. So if they get something different, that's perfectly fine. Okay. So I, or, I mean, or for, maybe not the twenty nine, maybe the nineteen ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine trade paperback. <laughs> That's yet a again, deep discount. But there, there's a difference okay. between having the thing. No, in your I, hands I agree with you. And having it on your iPad, I agree with you. I mean, I mean, if they're selling the Incredible Hulk one eighty one for ninety nine cents, and I've got it on my wall no, for a thousand dollars, that's different. That's a book that's not really got value as a tangible object. These are new books. That are retailing for thirty dollars at a online retail center. But even cents, if they they gave like def- a fifty percent discount, it's again okay. Two different kinds of um, two different kinds of sales. Okay, for me, I I don't I can't take imagine. Any okay, I can't. I I'm gonna imagine. I don't know about maybe us specifically, but other stores are losing out on this. Because I, it's such a deep discount. I I don't know. I uh, are they? They're trying to get people like invested in. That that I can see, but you're gonna do that like discount it to twenty twenty four ninety nine twenty nine ninety nine ninety nine cents. They're trying to bring people in. Okay. It's, you know, like it's the McDonald's over a billion served. You know, they're trying to get now on numbers. Top of, on top of this, there was a recent retail retailer summit over right. in Chicago. I heard about this, and Steve Jeppy gave the uh, keynote address. He did, but at the Marvel panel, the first question was like, "Yo, what the hell? Ninety nine cent digital comics?" And Marvel was like, "We don't know what's going on." Yeah. They claimed that they had nothing to do with it. Okay. They talked to CB Sabolsky. He's like, I don't know what's going on. I, See, that wasn't on my watch. Sh- we're, we're, he, was, he was like, we'll look into this. Oh, great answer. They're yeah. not going to look into well, it. I, I, you got to understand, uh, maybe not you. Other retailers are very upset on this. Okay. Office. And I can I can get behind that. Okay. I can understand. Personally, I don't. if they're in the store and they're going to come to me sure. and complain about the prices, this is suggested retailers. Right. I mean, you know. People come in looking for a discount all the time. Sure. Let's let's put it that way. And with things that are perceived value, like if we did have a, a Hulk 181 on yeah. the, the wall, and you're like, and it's, let's say, an 8.5, and they're like, you know what? I don't want to pay $1,000 for that. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. Well, we can talk. Sure. And, you know. You could dicker a little bit. Yeah, we, we'll. <laughs> you dicker. Uh, I just I'll, wanted to say the word dicker. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you some sort of a discount. Okay. But, I mean, for stuff that is supposed to be... We give discounts to our uh, reservists. Oh, sure. So <laughs> Used and, to be 50%. I, but. Yeah, no, 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 that was a long... That was Not on my watch. Yeah, I'll look no, into yeah, that, Mike, though. Mike wasn't here then. I'll look into Mike that. Would've, Mike probably would have said something. I think, and, well, I think people did say stuff. I think Walt was, was like, what the hell? Um, but then Walt was like, it ain't my store, so okay. Yeah, yeah no, I hear you. But uh, there are, you know, we give it for everything that... Uh, a reservist comes in sure. and gets. So then become a reservist at the stash. Yeah. We'll give you a discount. We'll give okay. you a good one. I just too. wanted your take on that. Yeah. yeah. Um I, sense, man. If it was if it was my store, I I might be a little uh taken aback sure. by that. Sure. But again, and I'm thinking I, it's digital. And from the way it's listed, it looks like they're gonna keep doing this for the foreseeable future. Okay. So, this I'm, one, again, again, brand this, new trade trade paper coming out that week, day and date. 99 cents. Again, digital, though. True. Digital, it's not on my bookshelf. I can't pull it out. Right. I mean, I can pull out my iPad yes. anytime right. I want and of read course. it a bit. But, I mean, you know, it's, I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Finally, before we get to the actual comic books, uh, I do want to comment on the Stanley situation. Yes, please. Let's do it. The, uh, the, this week, a uh, story came out in The Hollywood Reporter, pretty much outlining, more or less accurately, I've talked to some insiders who said, right. this article's pretty accurate you know there are a couple in couple inconsistencies mm-hmm. but for the most part it's very accurate on who the key players are and the people kind of taking who have taken over stanley's life 
Um, a couple of guys, a uh, dude by the name of Kia Morgan, a uh, guy by the name of, um, I think, Jerry um, Jerry something, or or not Jerry Ordway, no. <laughs> Jerry Ortega, and uh, and JC JC Lee, um, yes. Sans daughter, who uh, appears to be. It's implying that she may be being manipulated by some of these gentlemen. I have no doubt. Uh, taking control of Stan's estate. And it's just sad. They they fired a lot of Stanley's longtime staff, including right. people that we've worked with, uh, Max Anderson and other people. And things are just kind of in chaos right now. Uh, so much that Kevin came out on Twitter and was like, this is sad. Stan, if you want, you should come live at my house. That would be cool. Which I, th- I thought would be... Not only awesome, but you know, just the stories, man. Just oh my well, god, just teaming yeah. those two together. I can't. Can you imagine Stanley hanging out with Kevin? You know, going to the In and Out Burger with him, going doing Hollywood Babylon. Um, you know, possibly smoking weed. I don't know. That's what Kevin does. But <laughs> you I, know, whatever. He'd be very relaxed for sure at I that house. No doubt. Oh my, and god, happy yes. more importantly. But um, and then just this kind of came to a head yesterday. Where yes. Stan released two videos. I didn't watch the videos. I could. I couldn't. I, I haven't done it. But you me watched neither. Them? I tried to, and it wouldn't download for me. But so it was Stan. One of them was him saying that the art, the Hollywood Reporter article was inaccurate. Um, that his relationship with his daughter has never been better. Uh, and yeah, the reports are inaccurate and insulting. And the next one was published on TMZ, where Stan Lee was threatening legal action if the report. The reporters didn't stop. So you people have been publishing the most hateful, harmful material about me and my friend Kia and some others, he said. Material which is totally incorrect, totally based on slander, totally the type of thing that I'm going to sue your ass off when I get a chance. That doesn't sound like him, dude. No, that you really does not. think he was coaching not. to saying this? I he get, had to have. Yeah, I get the feeling I don't, that that's what happened. That doesn't sound like Stan, dude. That just doesn't sound like him. No. I'm, We've met him. We've we've talked to him. I mean, that it, nicest guy everyone's, in the world. Everyone's got you know nicest their guy days. In the world. I don't, but in all right, you know, he may be. I'm sure he gets mad privately. I've never seen him talk like this publicly though. No, like I'm going to sue your ass. This is very weird. No, that that does not sound like Stanley. <laughs> it's very weird. So, um, if you get a chance, go on Hollywood Report. I urge everyone to read this article. It's, I mean, it's depressing, but I, from what I hear from. People in who've worked with Stan much more close than we ever have, uh, they say the article is more or less accurate. So read that. And I don't know. How do you get him out of this, though? I don't know. Um, I, I you you have a conservatorship about his yeah, his, his, his empire, right? Uh, and then these guys have taken over already. And then though. we you get somebody in there to you know maybe a, a judge, yeah. I guess, yeah, to say where it, Stan should go and who should be his primary caretakers. Because, I mean, Max was with him for how long? Uh, over 10 years. Yeah, and they great. they forged great. a bond. Uh, yeah, we've come out publicly uh, defending and supporting Max. Yeah, Anderson. I mean, does, and any any criminal wrongdoing on Max's part, he did his time. He did. And isn't oh, that, that what we're supposed ag- to be? Yeah, I know. One, that was years ago, too. Uh, from what I hear, Stan knew about it, didn't care. So Yeah. Because he was like, you're not going to do it anymore, right? No. <laughs> like, I, no I did my time. I did my you know? time 15 years ago, whatever. I'm good. It's like, good. Let's let's carry on. Yeah. Uh, I saw a report. I can't remember which website this came off of saying that, you know what? Um, Stanley, he should stop going to cons. It's not good for him. Okay. He should stop going. And he was recently at Silicon Valley Comic Con. Did not look great. People so, said that he was being shuffled back and forth and kind of manhandled. Yeah. So that's not good. He looked very tired, which he's 95, but I know. we saw him not that long ago. I saw him in Atlanta, Dragon Con. Um, I thought I saw him one other time after that. He looked way better, in okay. my opinion. So, and anybody who was there can back me up. And but. we saw him at his own con. We saw him yeah, at Stanley's. Stanley's LA Comic Con. Yeah. Which, um, and he looked great. I yeah. mean, he. You know, he had a touch of the flu, touch of the flu, and trouble hearing. But well, like, I mean, he's ninety-five years yeah. old. That's right. We saw him. Yeah, we, that was the last not time like, we, um, we saw him uh, uh, Halloween weekend at yeah. Stanley's uh, LA Comic Con. It's not we, like there was anything weird going on. It's not. It, yeah. He was. You know. So I don't. I mean, I don't have. I don't know. I don't have any legal knowledge. So I hope things can get worked out. Well, it, it's just frustrating. You see, we see from whatever you know from afar or outside the bubble. 
we see what's going on. We can't get in there and do anything. Though. I know. That's the, the whole world sees it. And it sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then we had, uh, you know, Kevin going on and saying you should live with me. Yeah. I think that'd be, just, hey, why not? Yeah. But again, Kevin can't even do anything. I know. So, but, and somebody know. called up the store and, and they're like, hey, you guys should, let's let's get a petition going. And that's not going to do anything. Not going to do squat. That, yeah. But it's just that for a guy who has created so many her- superheroes that helped us yeah. throughout our lives. You know, we want to help. Now, now's our chance to help, and we can't do anything. You know what? And we don't have the power. So this kills me that I I have no idea if he was being um, manipulated into making these videos. I get the sense that it is pretty. um, It's it's, transparent. Sure. I mean, can I prove it? No, but if you look at the videos he's made up until this point, they were usually promoting something. They're very happy, very jovial. Not, I'm going to sue your ass off. It's just. The tone has changed for sure, and it's not. I and my, you know, listen. I, you know, we've had the guy in here a couple of times, uh, worked with the guy a couple of times, seen the guy at cons. You know, not like we're close friends, but we, we follow him very closely though, and um, doesn't sound like him. So, uh, we'll keep everybody updated. Hopefully, it has a happy ending. And um, yeah, I wish we could do something though. That's I guess that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, yeah. All right, new books, everybody. New books brought to you by William Painter Sunglasses. The best sunglasses ever. Go to williampainter.com. Check out their amazing selection. And if you decide to buy, enter code ISOCOMICS. You get $20 off any pair. They are made from a very strong titanium alloy. They feature, feature scratch-proof and shatter-proof lenses. They are guaranteed for life. They're they save weighted. your eyesight, folks. They save, your, they save Mike and I both on numerous occasions. Mike got into a very bad car accident. Um, his eyes were spared. I hit my own head with a car door after drinking at a brewery, and uh, yeah, I could have, right. I could have, you know, I I could have maybe scratched my retina or something, but no, and that would have hurt. William Painter sunglasses didn't even leave a mark, not even a mark, no mark, not even a mark. Free hard case, free shipping. WilliamPainter.com, code ISOCOMICS, twenty dollars off any pair. Uh, our our listeners who have bought pairs. Have brought them to cons and, yeah, and showed and they, them how great they, they look. Swear by them. They swear by them. So thank you to anybody who has used that code and and they support us. So most importantly, they support us. But we don't back prob- we don't back pro- products that are crap. So these are not crap. These are the best sunglasses ever. WilliamPainter.com code ISOCOMICS. What are you reading, Mike? Yeah, Let's well, talk about what I'm reading. Yes, yeah, Oblivion Song. Oblivion Song number two. This number is my two. pick of the week. Do you like Interdimensional. Skybound. Uh, in, do you like interdimensional shenanigans? Uh, do who like, doesn't? Do you like badasses? Uh, who doesn't? Do you uh, like I love unex- Stranger Things. Do you like unexplained phenomena? I good again. Is that how you describe this kind of Stranger Things meets like aliens? Stranger meets- Things meets aliens meets Escape from New York. Yes, that's a great description. So there's your there's your uh, Holly- Hollywood elevator pitch. Yes. That's what this is, and there's act absolutely. You've got a, a ragtag group of people who. As- let me give you the format. Okay. Essentially, uh, Philadelphia. Right. Something happens. Um, something an, happens. An anomaly. An anomaly. Boom. Like in, in an instant, everything in Philadelphia is transported someplace else yeah. or transposed. And this it, other place comes in like a tear in reality. Yes. So, and there are creatures. I like how they picked Philly. It's the one yeah. city where, like, oh, Philly Dolphin disappeared, and like the world rejoices. Yeah, like, woo, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Here you go. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Right. Meets Stranger Things. Meets Aliens. Meets Escape from New York. Right. So, um, and there are people who die in the aftermath. Yes. Like they say up to twenty thousand people die, and they they build a wall around it, and it's guarded. And people can't go in. Nothing is coming out, right? So, because there are creatures that uh, dis- they're they're stronger than we are, and they they're, they're destructive. From, they're otherworldly. Yes. Yes. So, uh, turns out that there's proof that people who um, were in there transported transported are still around. Still around. Yes. And under the and meets Terminator because they're all under. The commander. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, kind of a Kyle Reese yeah. kind of figure. So. Actually, a, a John Connor. A John, a, more of a John more Connor. Yes. John Connor. Yeah. So, uh, and this has two people who came out of the breach. Yes. They're telling people that 
there are survivors. Yes. So and you gotta go one, back in, go get them. One guy wants to go in and get them. Yes. So this is, it's a really good read. Yeah, really it's great. well it was done. It was a six issue series, I believe. And yeah. uh, Skybound did something very unique. This they, was uh, great. To, uh, it's not, to, they didn't sell the trade paperback re- for 99 cents, but something almost as they, good. They gave uh, the six issue trade paperback to retailers for free. You got, yes. Everybody got what, one copy? Yeah. Which is unheard of. Has this ever happened? Uh, not, uh, not to my knowledge. No. Wow. Okay. Uh, huge move, but I think it's going to pay off because I've been telling. I uh, we both read the uh, the trade paperback. We we highly recommend this yes. series. And since only one, it does it say not for resale on it. I imagine it does. Yes. And how many retailers did put it up on the wall? I imagine. I have no idea. I'm sure some of them did, or put it on <laughs> eBay. Yeah. Maybe that's why Rob got kicked off eBay. He tried to sell uh, <laughs> our uh, a pilfered Son copy of, of Obli- Oblivion song. Yeah, you know, even if it does get sold, it means people will read it too. So the attention, great marketing, great marketing, very smart, great marketing. So definitely read that issue two out this week. Um, the Exiles, Exiles, the also Exiles, on my uh, list, featuring featuring Blink. Yes, this Blink is Ferguson. a Blink centric issue. Yes. Um, Blink, Kamala Khan, yes, who's Ms. Marvel, yes, and Iron Lad. Yes, Nathaniel we, Richards. Yeah, we see tears in the multiverse, and we uh, we meet something called the Talus, which is uh, however you look at it, as a key or a passport that will allow you to travel between multiverses. Yeah, they're going back to the old uh, exiles, where uh, there were breaks in the space time continuum, yeah. and the Talus transported them there to fix it. It's like quantum leap. Yes, in a I, lot of ways. Yes, except uh, you know quantum leap. How you know I, uh, Sam Beckett. Leap from time to time. Uh, the time that he would leap to wouldn't just destroy itself while he was there. Whereas this one, we're losing True. multiverses at the hands of an unknown entity, which is revealed at the end. Yes. Which I won't spoil for Don't you. Don't spoil it. Yeah. But the uh, the Talus has been transporting uh, Blink from multiverse to multiverse and bringing people back, one person back on each jump, I guess you want to call it. Yeah. And finally, they figure out, wait a minute, this thing's helping me assemble a team. Um, yeah, oh, crap. To fight this time eater, if you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, one, of the <laughs> one of the jumps, I guess the first jump, you know, uh, the Talus takes Blink to it. She's like, what the hell is this? This is, looks like the worst, like, hell on earth or hell on, in the universe ever. And it's Jersey City. Oh yeah, yeah. And I find it odd. Uh, this this book and a DC book I read this week both put down Jersey. In the, yeah, a lot one, of people put one down dig Jersey. on Jersey. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, what's up with that? Jersey, what's wrong with Jersey City? Now that I like Jersey, Jersey City, Jersey it's cool. very gentrified now. You love it because it's got speakeasies. Yes, and uh, yeah, and we also meet Iron Lad, which. Um, he was a stalwart. He was one of the. He's the initiator of the Young Avengers. Okay. With Wiccan and Hulkling and Patriot. Yeah. So and eventually Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, yes. and and uh, Giant Girl, stature. Right. So, but uh, I digress. Uh, good issue. Good, yes. Good volley for serve. Yes. Pick it up. Pick it up. What else? Darth Vader. Darth Vader. What number is that? Vader number 14, and uh, the Empire is having trouble with Mon Calamari. The Mon the Calamari? Mon, the whole Mon race? Kala. And yeah, the, the entire race of the Mon Cala, the, the race Mon Calamari. Right. It's Mon Cala is the, the world. Uh, um, okay, so they're... Okay. It's Akbar's world. Yes, for anybody... For anybody... It's, it's a, a trap. trap! It's a trap! It's a trap! Um, so Vader goes there, and he's like, what the hell is the deal? What's the, what's the deal, Mon Cala? Or is it more like what's the what's the deal? What is the deal? Is, is he pissed? He's very pissed. Okay. Uh, turns out that there's a Jedi that is advising uh, the Mon Cala. Okay. And telling them what to do. Right. And Vader, uh, Vader and this is as after, Anakin Skywalker. This is after Order sixty six. So yes. they're trying to wipe out all the Jedi. They are. So they're basically tracking them all down and Which, killing them. I swear to God. I mean, if if Order sixty six is so important. I mean, go to Tatooine for God's sakes. Right. What's wrong with you? That's just. I'm, okay. Uh, this is Mikey's venting. I am. He's venting. You can't kill an old man. What's wrong with you? It would have been cool if they if they had been like if 
Vader had been like had that one final showdown and proven that he was like stronger than uh, Kenobi, and just been like, you know what, Dark Side kicked your ass. Yes, exactly. So exactly, and Immortal Men, and the Immortal Men number one. Immortal Men number one. This is uh, from the pages of Metal, Dark Knight's Metal. Yeah, we see uh, we see a couple familiar faces. Yeah, and we see um, the Immortal Men are people who have powers and long lives. They're yeah. long lived. Yeah. Also and of a of an interdimensional um, nature. Yes. Uh, features a place called the Campus. Right. But these Immortal Men, they're the good guys. They're trying to save. Um, Everything that's that they're trying to save the human race. Yeah. They're trying to save us. the world, civilization, everything. Yeah, yeah. Senator's around now. What's the dude's name? Caleb Park. Caleb Park, or that's not his. So no, it's see. What's his Caleb name? Kane? No, is Park. His Park. Park is his last. It is Caleb Park. Yeah, Caden. Caden Park. Caden Park. He's uh he's Korean, I imagine, and he's been seeing weird visions. Yes, he's been seeing visions of the campus. Been seeing visions of a whole bunch of, um. These immortals who yeah. are going around trying to help or hurt. Yeah, he's thinks seen he both might, sides. Thinks he might have a superpower. Yeah, he doesn't know what it is yet. We're gonna find out. We're definitely gonna find out because right. uh, the good guys and the bad guys are after him. Yeah, for... they think that he is the he's the chosen one. Yeah, well, they've already foreseen this. I'm not. I'm, I'm, but I'm gonna I'm gonna think that he is. There's one gentleman in there who looks very familiar to readers, longtime readers of DC Comics. Yeah. I believe it is Vandal Savage. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, but I and, and that well, might be a spoiler, to, but yeah. But with a, a title like Immortal Men, right? Yeah, I think it's Vandal Savage. Yeah, I like the cast of characters in here. Yeah, uh, some pretty go, cool go, Ghost Mask. Um, yeah, it's um, it, he's a like an energy cowboy. Yeah, I like can that teleport shit. Yeah, with the with a zap, with a zap, dude. He's got to be your favorite character. Uh, no, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Zap, zap, six, zap. No. No, not no, really. No, no, I'm all right. No, I got all right. I got nothing. I got I got nothing then. <laughs> and uh, also, pick up Flash Forty Four. Yeah, it's Flash Forty Four uh, is great. It's the uh, conclusion of uh, the story arc of Grodd trying to take over the Speed Force. Yes, is he successful? We'll see. Uh, he, uh, Barry and his team are still a little pissed at him, but exactly. I don't think he does. It's a spoiler. Well, bug. you don't know that. I, I read it, so I do know that. You don't know that. But other things happen, and you're going to be glad you read this. Yeah. Uh, I got two two other things I want to bring up right. before we go. Uh, there's a movie out called uh, coming out called Supercon, Mike. Yes. And it is uh, it is a heist movie. It you know, is. We go to a lot of cons. We see a lot of cash flowing around. A lot of it, cash. A lot, a lot of cash. cash. And I had, dis- I had a discussion with several people. I think the last person was Sean Gunn, where we were like, it's a lot of cash. We should write some kind of movie where there's some kind of heist or something. <laughs> Little did we know we were about two years too late because- uh, Sorry, Ming. In the works uh, from a friend of ours, Zach Knudsen, friend of the Viewsku family, he shot the Clerks 2 documentary called uh, Trainwreck, Make It Clerks 2. Cool. He's uh, he's done a number of things for Viewsku and some, I believe maybe some Smodco projects. Um, I, I've known him for years uh, working in the Viewsku, in the Viewsku Kevin Smith world. Uh, he has written and directed a a movie called Supercon. Uh, he's written along with uh, Andy Sipes and Dana Snyder, who you may know from Aquatine Hunger Force, along with many other voiceover projects. And uh, they have they created a con heist movie uh, based in the con world. Film stars Ryan Quanton, Maggie Grace, Mike Epps, Brooks Brasselman, Russell Peters, Clancy Brown, and Ooh. John Malkovich. Wow! Yeah, I heard Malkovich is in is attached to this. So, so that's this pretty is cool. pretty huge. Uh, Malkovich plays former TV star Adam King, who we see in the trailer pocketing wads of cash for his convention appearances. Quentin and Grace lead up a gang made up of an '80s child star, a cartoon voiceover actor, a comic book artist, and another '80s TV star. Um, they uh, they band together to steal money and right wrongs. I love it. That's pretty cool. I love it. Yeah, I'm knowing Zach, and you know we've seen Dana at many conventions. He's amazing. This will be, it should be pretty fairly accurate to the world that we live in. So, um, Supercon debuts in theaters and video on demand and digital HD on April 27th, and comes out on DVD on June 5th. Very cool. Yeah. So go and check that out. I'm, <laughs> I listen. You stole my idea, but well, you uh, stole it. 
retroactively. You, yeah, you stole my unrealized idea that I didn't even write one word of, and uh, I hope you do it justice, Zach. Actually, I talked to Zach. Uh, he's he. Uh, I asked him he would if he would come on the show, and he's definitely agreed. So perhaps oh, cool. next week we'll uh, we'll get him on here. So that's awesome. I would love to talk to him again. Uh, also, you know, Zach is uh, the sexy stud, as in Kinky Kelly, and the sexy stud. Oh, lovely. The clerks too. He is Kinky Kelly. So. And also, the uh, Mike, did you get your save the date card for for Batman and Catwoman? I did. They, uh, I guess. Well, uh, if you go online on DC Comics, there's a PDF that you can print out. Yeah, but they also sent a a very nice cardstock version to all retailers. Oh, that we didn't get. Oh no, wait! They gave it to attendees at the C two E two Batman panel. Yeah, we didn't get that. So, but I think. Um, I think for retailers they want they want us to print it out and give it yeah. out to people. Yeah, they do. <laughs> like it's under the uh if you go in Diamond Comics, yeah. they have vendor tools. That's right. one of the things they, they give All us right. a PDF. Should we should we go to the print shop and Yeah, why don't I just uh dump like a uh, thousand bucks? Does on... it say like is there a guide on there that you should be reading these issues yeah. on there? Oh, okay, a okay, okay, cool. Yeah, save uh, the day. The event begins uh, May second, DC Nation number zero, followed by uh, Batman Prelude to the Wedding issues. Yep. Batman forty eight and forty nine, uh, and then Batman fifty, and then the and then Catwoman number one, which comes out on July. 4th. Right, and they've got some uh, itinerant uh, spinoffs like Nightwing versus Hush yes. and Batgirl versus the Riddler. Oh wow! Okay, so, cool. Yeah. All right, wedding. When's the last wedding you went to? We're old. We don't really go to weddings anymore. Yeah, we do. We, oh, we did though. We went to Tiffany and yeah, Sal's yeah, wedding. Our uh, friends from Comic Pop. Yeah, yeah. That was a cool wedding. That was a very cool. Ate wedding. my face off, man. Yeah, you were you were like eating. Yeah, we were at this wedding. It was it was uh, Back to the Future geek themed, which was cool. Uh, I wore a Flux Capacitor pin to to show support. But um, you know, the ceremony was nice. It was it was snowing out yeah, and it was a windowy lovely. background. And then they're like, all right, cocktail hour, and they started passing out hors d'oeuvres and stuff. And um, some amazing hors d'oeuvres, right? Yeah, they had and, uh, tomato soup and grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, and like a little espresso cup. It was nice. So we didn't know if we were going to get any food after. So, so Ming Chen was just I'm stuffing pa- his face. Pa- to be fair, you were stuffing as well. You can't. I was starving. Yeah. yeah. So we were eating. You know, there's little, you know, beef skewers, shrimp cocktail, all this stuff. It kept coming. And I, 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 I Ming Chen's like, I can't say no to food. I can't say no. We didn't know if we were. This could be the la- our last meal for all That's I knew. That's true. You were going to die. And then we heard, ding, 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 ding. everybody sit down. And the dinner is about to be served. I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, so full. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I put a good debt in my. What did you, I can't remember. I had the, the, the steak. What did you have? I also had the steak. Yeah. It was very but nice. It, it, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I'm really full right now. But I, I got to keep going. Yeah. So, so anyways, uh, Batman. Yeah, you know what? This is. I'm sure it's going to be a great wedding. It's not going to be great as Sal and Tiffany's. No, no chance, no chance. No, because so. I doubt that Bruce Wayne will have that really baller comic book right. wedding. You're right. So, all right. Uh, if you're around this weekend, I'll be at Big Apple Comic Con at Good the Penn you. Plaza Pavilion. If you're around this weekend, come down to the Secret Stash. Come see me. Come see. Come hang. Come out make Mike's fun of Gidim. Yeah. Or yeah. just call him. Make sure you call him Jism. Yeah, call him Jism. Jism Steve Dave. Jism Steve Dave. Jism Steve Dave. All right. Uh, we're coming up to episode 300, dude. It's Which episode's to, this? This is 297, I think. Wow, okay. Which means I got, I need a commission from somebody. All right. I, I Are there any artists out there who want to do a really There are cool plenty commission? of artists out there, but who want to do us a favor? I don't know. Yeah. I am, we'll put out the, well, we'll, we'll ask our friends first, see All if right. they're busy, but it's coming up. And If you're an artist, get in touch with us. You can have, call the stash, 732-758-0508. Yeah, kind of uh, if you can do kind of like 70s Marvel style. That'd be great. That's kind of what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And there you go.
has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>